Oh no. Yeah, I don't watch you know terrestrial TV anymore. It's all yeah, extraterrestrial TV for me. That's right. All aliens, all the time. TNT from Mars. Still got wrestling on it. I'll take it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) At last, The Rock has come back to Mars. I was going to really try to pull a location on Mars, but... uh, Finally, The Rock has returned to the Euripides Crater. There you go. And then you hear the breaking glass, and uh-oh. Stone here. What? What are we doing on Mars? What? What? <laughs> I'm on Mars. I'm the son of a bitch, I'll tell you what. What? <laughs> what? You listen um. to me, The Rock. <laughs> you listen to me, The Rock. <laughs> I think you drop the the when you're cutting a promo. Nah, that's the Stone Cold. <laughs> He likes to be formal. You listen to me, The Rock. You can't come to the Red Planet and say that it's yours. Because Stone Cold was here first. And I did the the, stu- the stutter on a, the, a Martian. Listen here, Stone Cold. You didn't do the stutter on a Martian when I did the people's elbow across the something flats. <laughs> yeah, you're out of Mars locations. I to be honest, I don't even know if Euripides Crater exists there, but it sounded oh, well. spacey, so I made it up as like, <laughs> I've oh. only did hook line and sinker. Out of Euripides Crater. Somebody out there for the last ten minutes, somebody has been going, no, no, there is no Euripides Crater, <laughs> no. Saga, you know we keep it groovy. Uh-huh. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty live, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Welcome to today's action-packed episode of Pop Saga, the pop culture podcast where two olds put on their face camo and venture into the steamy jungle of pop culture nostalgia, returning with jokes and opinions for you to enjoy. Today we're gonna ha- going head-to-head with dueling top 10 lists of our favorite 80s action movies. Will we be able to find any sort of common ground or will this be a fight to the death the only way to find out is to keep listening i'm one half of your hosting duo forrest bennett and i really need to let off some steam and i'm joined as always by mad john grizzled road warrior of a post-apocalyptic a post-apocalyptic (laughs) post-apocalypse i should say in which fresca is the only thing left to drink, and everyone's on a mythical quest for the last Coke freestyle machine. John, can you take a break from your soda quest to rank sh- rank some action movies? I can do it. Just give me the Fresca lane. 
because that stuff tastes like gasoline <laughs> and it works yes. just as well. I can do it. Yes, I can. Yes, I'm mad. I'm mad, John. Yes. Yep. I'm the sidewalk fighter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Road Warrior, but, you know, I don't have a It's license. different. Yeah. <laughs> you still have to be careful. Sometimes you gotta, like, people walk real fast, you see. They walk up on you, and I'm looks like, I'm mad, John. Get away from get... my frescoline. Yeah, you're not gonna steal my frescoline, and the dude's like... Nah, man, I'm good. It's Fresca. And they just keep walking by. But I'm like, one day you're going to steal my Fresca lane and all <laughs> What are you going to drink? Water? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm given the choice between Fresca and water. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best, uh, that's the best, best choice every time, I think. Yeah, there's there's no point if I ever looked at a can of Fresca and be like, yeah, this is going to happen. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like sludge. Can't yep. Yeah. Once you pop a top, you can't stop it from just frothing out and attacking you and killing all your loved ones. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen, but Fresca has tried to really class it up. They oh, have really? changed their whole branding to be more like a... They look like they're trying to be like a lifestyle water or something. Nope. You can't fool me, Coke. We know what Fresca mm-hmm. really is. It's the runoff yeah. from Coke plants. <laughs> it's the, yes, it's the... Uh, it's all the chemicals left over from making Coke is what mm-hmm. uh, what you get. All the, delis- all the delicious, beautiful chemicals that I can't even say that go into ice ca- ice glass... Oh, ice cold glass of Coca Cola. But it's none of that because it's just all the runoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. Gasoline. Gasoline. Fres- <laughs> Frescaline. <laughs> so, John, today we're, we're talking about 80s action movies. And yeah. this is another list episode of ours. And I feel like before we should even. Before we even get started, I should. Clarify the rules up top, so if you want to play along at home, you can as well. And uh, the rules are simple. The movie must have been released between 1980 and 1989. None of those 1990 movies, which there are a lot of good ones. Yeah, a lot of great ones. And I was just like, no, sorry. Maybe in the 90s list. Yep. But uh, they don't count, so up to 1989. And uh, they have to be action first. So, you know, if you look it up on Google or IMDb, if it has action before adventure or action before sci-fi or action before whatever else, that you're good to go. But if another word is first, like sci-fi adventure or drama or anything else, then I don't think it belongs on this list. Yeah, so we'll see. I swear I did my homework, but maybe I didn't so much. So we'll find out what happens. And you can strike mine from the record, and I'll be like, damn yous, but I agree. Yeah, I think there are are a few on there that I didn't include because I thought it kind of was walking the line. But I don't know. Now I am forever waffling on this one. But... uh, this this i i curse you this was <laughs> it was like, tough right uh, super tough 
Like, super tough. Like, I feel like 90s, way easier. Yeah, I think Honestly, you're right about that. I feel like the night Because the 80s were like, you know, that that was the time to be a Hollywood action star. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> it was. It steroids weren't as big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many to choose from. And then it was just like, well, let's just start narrowing it down. And my list for the longest time was about 20 deep. For the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's uh, uh, Billy Joel this, huh? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, no, it's just like the list just kept going back and forth. I actually had two separate pages. One where I listed out all the movies, and then ones where I was like, okay, what scenario would this one be first? And I'm trying to figure out what my criteria was. Um, beyond the stuff that we set, which I do appreciate the rules, um, because if we didn't have them, then this list would be a lot harder. Um, Pandemonium. Yeah. I just wouldn't have done it. I'd be like, uh, I, uh, plead the fifth. Every time you'd ask me what my number was, <laughs> like, uh, plead the fifth on this. Um, so my criteria was just like, if it was on TV, would I stop and watch it? Mmm, that's a good criteria. So... You know, or do I watch it yearly? Like, there, there is a handful of movies which I normally watch every year. Um, and if that was the case, it was on the list. Or if it was something like, yeah, if it was on TBS or, you know, HBO or wherever, it doesn't matter. Would I stop and watch it? And then that, that really helped me uh, narrow down this list. I'm going to tell you up front, you're going to be surprised, I think, by the end of this. Um, maybe Ooh. not with the ones that are on there. Sure, <laughs> but the order? Yeah, I think the order for sure, and something else. Oh, but let's see. <laughs> I picked all movies starring me. I used to sneak into the theater at night, and I would put my movies on, and it was just for me. But it was technically in the theaters, so it counts. I was like, why did I get? Older and grizzlier than I already am. <laughs> in my day, I used to put myself in the movies, you see. As <laughs> Mad John, I would show up. And I'd stand in front of the cinema. And everyone outside would be like, Boo! Get off the stage! And I was like, never. Oh, Mad John. And I the am, world's my stage. Yeah. Yes, and I am definitely in... Four weddings and a funeral, or whatever that movie is. <laughs> I'm in this Avengers movie with Sir Sean Connery, and it will be excellent. All right, that Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not 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 the good one. No. Oh, I mean, I don't think is there a lot of people out there who are defending the. I Avengers? guarantee there are the same person. Really, I thought that was. I thought people who liked the TV show did not like how the movie came out. Yeah, well, they because they knew the difference, right? Like, there's a sure. bunch of people who knew the TV show and then knew that, but then there was a bunch of people they were marketing towards who had no idea that that was a TV show beforehand. And then uh, watched it was like, okay, so so. <laughs> just so like, yep. Yeah. It's just like, uh, have you seen my big balloon? <laughs> yeah, so listen, now is the winter of your discontent. <laughs> and I was like, cool, dude. Cool. You know, there was, when I went to go see that Avengers 
I went with a friend of mine. There was two other people in the theater. And it was it, <laughs> it was, was an opening night. It was opening weekend. Oh no. And the person one of the people had the nerve to sit directly behind us. Now that's come on. That's it's some just, bad theater etiquette right there. Yeah, so we're sitting there chopping up and being like, now is the way to your discontent. <laughs> right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm making fun of it. Yep. Uh, and then all of a sudden the person's like, shh. So I just kind of turn around and give this look like, you could be sitting anywhere else. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, the movie on the screen is not going to be high cinema. <laughs> so <laughs> now... They're now they're gonna be forever just be like oh, that's my favorite movie. Like, yeah. Why? No reason. And then they just flash back to that night in the dirty looking. <laughs> I should have said something else. Well, the first thing was well, I went with a couple of friends of mine and saw it, which I know would be a bold faced lie because <laughs> that person went with nobody. The other guy smoking weed in the corner didn't have any problems. <laughs> he knew what was up. Whoa, it's James Bond's got a crazy weather machine. <laughs> and look, it's got Ralph Fiennes in it. Yeah, this is great. Oh, my God. Man, I bet he would make a good M someday. I'm really hung up on James Bond. <laughs> I, I wish this was James Bond. <laughs> I wish it wasn't <laughs> this movie that I'm watching in front of me. Oh, I thought Pierce Brosnan was in this one. Roger Moore, more like Roger Less, am I right? Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Sir, please leave. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> Timothy Dalton was definitely underrated, if you get my <laughs> License to kill. License to kill my heart. He's the best <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> People don't like him a lot, but man, Timmy, old Timmy D, that's what I call him, you see. He, <laughs> he was built to be James Bond. Listen, I didn't like him in Robin Hood, and I don't even remember if he was in Robin Hood. I know he was in, that might have been Alan Rickman, you see, but I know he was in The Rocketeer, and I thought to myself, this is a granted after the when James Bond came out, but... I was thinking, let's get him back in there. (laughs) I like it because I was just like, okay. He wasn't in a Robin Hood. Are you thinking Rocketeer? You're just thinking the part where his character was dressed in tights. Yep. I was like, that's what you're thinking. (laughs) I'm thinking about the fake movie Inside the Rocketeer. Where he's basically Errol Flynn. Yeah. Oh my god. I was just watching you dig deeper and deeper and I was just like... Go for it, Forrest. You got him this time. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I dug through. You did. You did. You dug on through to the other side. Yep. The only dug way, uh, the only way out is through, and uh, I've done it. Oh, well, excellent! I like the fact that you now have a pocket, Johnny Carson. Oh, uh, uh, thank you very much. Weird, wild stuff. Yeah, and the best part is. <laughs> No one, no, no one. Well, actually, no. Our demographic purely knows who Johnny Carson is. <laughs> Probably remembers Jack Parr, but that's fine. Anyway, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I feel like people, at least who are in our demographic, 
are folks who at least know that I'm just copying Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey's impression, impersonation Who? of Johnny Carson. Who? Whom? Who? What? Nah. When? I don't know. I don't How? know. Just maybe. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the who, what, when, how, maybes. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, we... and those are they, they're asking us that all the time. And you know what I say to them? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what I do know about? 80s action movies and which ones I personally enjoy. That's another aspect of the list we should make clear. These are our personal favorites. I don't want to. These aren't like the best action movies of the eighties. I don't. I mean, in some well, cases they might be. But. Yeah, they are. But like, yeah, it, it's just our personal opinions. So if you don't like them, that's cool. Uh, create your own podcast. Do seventy-five episodes, and then do a list too. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm aggressive. That's yeah, right. I'm, you could have done it yourself, and you didn't. Nah, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. That's. <laughs> He's written, he led me down a primrose path, and now I am out here with my darn tush sticking out, and yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Should we get started? Yeah, let's with dive right into out? it. Let's go. Yep. And of course, as you know, we're going to take turns going first, revealing our, uh, our picks first, and... Um, and of course, as always, we have not seen hide nor hair of each other's lists prior to this very moment. So come along with us and discover the wonder in media race. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's start Oof. off with number 10. John, will you go first and grace us with your number 10? All right, my number 10 is definitely a movie I watched a lot. Definitely a movie I watched a lot in syndication. Mm -hmm. Definitely a movie I still watch if it's on, which it rarely is. It is, I believe, my only canon film. Oh? 1985's American Ninja with Michael Dudikoff. Yeah. <laughs> the Dudikoff himself. That's right. That's right. The blonde ninja. The, uh, you know, uh -oh. the, yeah, well, you know, hey, man, it's just, it is what it is. It was the, you know, <laughs> 85. It was what it is, and now it is what it is. Yeah, you know, it also had Steve James as Corporal Curtis Jackson. He is also in, uh, um, oh, my God, I'm going to get you, sucker. Whew, that'll take for a second. Oh, uh, you dirty MFR. Yeah, oh, my God. I, You know, as Joe T. Armstrong... He somehow learned the ways of uh, ninjutsu. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like, I mean, he kind of learns it, but you just kind of go, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but he takes on ninjas and mercenaries in the Philippines. And mm -hmm. it's it, to me, feels like it starts off a very quintessential action you know movie trope it takes place in a jungle or some far away enough land um has a bunch of hench people in it but like one person is beyond exceptional the the deal with all of that and 
I'm gonna already call this out. This is my only ninja movie. <gasps> yeah. All right. I know. I know. I know. Blasphemy. I thought, like, I mean, I could probably do at least a good solid top seven ninja movies of the 80s list, but that's not what we're here to do. We're here to do action movies. So, American Ninja, 1985. That's it. Well, fantastic. One more ninja movie than I have on my list. <laughs> I know I acted like that was such a uh, terrible trespass, but I, uh, I have to admit now at the top that I have no ninja movies on my list. But my number 10 does also feature... Michael Dudikoff? No. Oh. I mean, I guess it might... (laughs) Not in a starring role, uh, as far as I remember. But uh, it does also feature martial arts, and that is because my number 10 is Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Before there was Mortal Kombat, there was Bloodsport. The secret uh, underground fighting tournament, hyper-violent tournament at that, the Kumite. And that, of course, is uh, starring... uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as an American soldier with a nigh-impenetrable accent who is uh, partially raised and trained uh, by a uh, master. uh, And um, he uh, goes AWOL from the army to join the tournament. It's not a good movie, but it is... A f- it's a very fun movie. It's like uh, the the good kind of bad. Well, you talk about it. Also, has, it also features Bolo Young. Sure, yeah. So you many, know, so many awesome people it, it, in it. The, the, literally, he is referred to as the Chinese Hercules. I love Bolo Young, and when he breaks that dude's leg and the bone mm-hmm. goes sticking out, that's some gnarly <laughs> shit. But it was such a good fun choice. movie. It was so fun good to watch. Choice. Good choice. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's just a it's just a heck of a good time. Excellent. I I I approve. I approve. I I will say did not make my list, but maybe made honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think that's fine. It has like it, it's like one of those movies that is like that's why it's right down at number ten. Uh, I love it because of the Mortal Kombat-esque nature of the film. And, uh, you know, you got Van Damme doing um, his best at an American, (laughs) playing an American soldier, and doing the splits. And, uh, yeah, uh, just so many cool fight scenes. Uh, Gotta love it. I am Frank Devereaux. What? (laughs) Frank Devereaux. What? Split! (laughs) Yeah, okay. Name is, I think his name is like Frank Dew, like D U X. No, I thought. Well, I don't know because I didn't put that on my list. But I remember it was. <laughs> I remember it was Frank because it's like partially based off of a real person. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You know, like I mean, I think it was maybe one step closer than like inspired by. You know, (laughs) I just love that movie because he like meets a guy in the Kumite and becomes his like sort of friend. And then that guy gets murdered 
and we're supposed to be to believe that really, like, really makes him pissed off. He's like, he just met this, met this guy. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Now I prefer, I know again, this was in the nineties, but the quest, the yeah. spiritual successor to Bloodsport, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, like, I think I like that better too. Uh, but it didn't come out. In yeah, the, uh... I know, I know. Yeah, and it says right here, and that's oddly enough, that's also a canon film. So canon making both of our top tens. All right, I like it. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. And it well, says here on IMDb that his name is indeed his last name is D U X. Is it Dew? I'm hoping it's Dew, but it, I thought there'd need to be like an E in there. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, then well, we'll just call him Frank Ducks. Yeah. Quack, quack, motherfucker. You better get your ducks in a row, <laughs> says Forrest Whitaker to him, because Forrest Whitaker is also in this movie. God, and the uh, the dude who was in, uh, who played, what, not Goliath, I don't remember his, uh, the, the big alpha beta guy from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yeah, Donald right. Yib as Thank his you. his his quick friend, and then, uh, <laughs> then the uh, guy he he seeks revenge for. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, what a good movie! All right, that 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 I might have to add to the list to watch. But <laughs> if that's your number ten, what are you bringing? What in? could be? What's number the nine? number nine? Yeah, that's right. What is the number nine? Yeah, I don't Thank know. you so much for asking. Number nine. My <laughs> number nine. My number nine is back in the eighties. We were scared of the Soviet Union, and so we got a great movie about a bunch of little kids hiding out in the woods, fighting those commies. <laughs> is that is that bad to say? I don't know. If it is, I apologize. But. Number nine for me is Red Dawn. All right, all right, all right, all right. I see where you're coming. I see where you're coming from with this. I see where you're coming from with your list. You know, it's like the I couldn't really really relate because uh, I was a kid, so I couldn't really relate to the political message behind Red Dawn. But the idea of a bunch of like high school kids going up in the woods and becoming a like a famous guerrilla unit called the Wolverines was awesome yeah, up until a, a lot of them let's say a lion's share of them got uh, killed by a helicopter <laughs> or whatever yeah like you know about as accurate as that movie ever got that's fair <laughs> i mean it it did seem to follow a trend of a lot of movies where like the US has been invaded what are we gonna do or you know like invasion usa with chuck sure yeah you know where someone was like they've took over south carolina and everyone's just like "Mm." (laughs) like what do do we need it Mm." (laughs) well i don't know but south carolina (laughs) yeah but you know chuck norris will stop them i guess all right fair enough (laughs) you get on it chuck <laughs> Get to it, Chuck. Jeez. <laughs> oh, great! A great choice. It's not one I watch very often. Um, like I always feel like I mix that one up, and the God, I always mix it up with another one that feels like it's fairly similar. 
Um, hmm. War games? Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was coming to me. It's late. It's late, folks. Uh, John, John is, <laughs> John's realized that when we record these a little later, my brain does not work good. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, then let us not... Uh, Listen, let's not go down too many side roads here, and let's get, stay focused on the list by getting your number nine. So my number nine, which I know is going to be controversial because of the oh. spot it is in, but I had this this list. You have to understand. I had to really think about it. Yeah, nineteen eighty five. Another one from nineteen eighty five. Retired special forces colonel tries to save his daughter. Who is abducted by his former subordinate? That's right, I'm talking about Commando. Whoa, very low on the list. I mean, what do we always say? If you're in the top 10, you're golden, right? You're That's golden. true. Everyone is in the top 10 is a winner. Exactly. And this is this is no different. I can I can Maybe or maybe not guarantee that Schwarzenegger holds a few other spots in this list. <laughs> so, We're not. Uh, you're saying we'll see Arnold again? Yeah, this isn't like this is not me. Like me, like this is it. This is all you get, Arnold. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> and he's like, ah, come on, put me on the list. You know, John, come on. Come on didn't I have was, a good time watching yeah, Commando. You look at me. I told Bennett to stick around. I threw a knife through his chest. You know, I'll break his goddamn spine. I mean, literally, this movie does, I will give this credit, probably has the number of my most favorite Arnold catchphrases in a single movie. Like, it's like the stick around, break your goddamn spine, you know, the, like, you shouldn't fuck with the Green Berets, like... You know, it's like, I eat green berets for breakfast, and I'm very hungry, you know, like. <laughs> what about, let off some steam, Bennett? Yeah, with a big old <laughs> Throws a pipe <laughs> through him. Yeah, per, per, uh, poor Vernon Wells, Mr. Bennett himself, or. <laughs> yeah, Bennett with his terrible outfit. What is that? Is that like a like a, 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 <laughs> like a chainmail vest? But it's whatever. not even chain. It's like it, if it, if you made it out of yarn, because yeah. it's not metal. <laughs> yeah, it's a loose knit. It's a loose knit cardigan that his grandmama made for him. He's like, "Oh, John, I'm happy to see you." You know, as he's like, "Wait one second, I caught my sweater on the hook." <laughs> oh no, a thread is loose. Oh, it's the whole thing's gonna come undone. <laughs> Granny will be so upset. But okay, you blow up most of this small country. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> you know, it, like young Alyssa Milano, Ray Don Chung, and if you were in the eighties, that name just echoed through it, and then no oh, way. Yeah. So, like, Commando for me is probably one of the best action movies um just not enough to crack in the top five um of this list yeah um, well like you said it was a tough one so speaking of tough ones let's hear number eight okay so this one's gonna require a little uh, explanation okay <laughs> 
so I didn't agree with the rules. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's number eight. And you've already <laughs> thrown them out of the window. <laughs> no. So this one for me is. Um, how about it? So this isn't one that I watched when it came out. It came out in 1989, but it's one that has definitely shaped me for a type of cinema because I watched it like a few years later, which arguably I probably have shouldn't have watched it then. But it's one of my it's it is one of my favorite movies. It totally introduced me to a whole genre of films. Um, it is John Woo's 1989, The Killer. Written by Ooh. John Woo, directed by John Woo, starring Chow Yun Fat, one of my, you know, one of my favorite actors at this point. Um, it's beautifully violent. Like, I mean, it's fucking insane. The story is super sad, but it has so much action that it definitely is an action movie first. Mm -hmm. But it has a lot of character development. I'm not sure if you're very familiar with it. Um, uh, not super, no. Okay, so I'll, I'm going to give you the uh, IMDB synopsis and see if this uh, interests you at all. A Hong Kong hitman accidentally blinds an innocent woman during a hit. He is determined to get her surgery to help her regain her sight, but he needs to complete one more hit first. He completes the job. <laughs> But then is ambushed as he tries to escape. Someone wants him dead. Meanwhile, a resourceful, unorthodox police detective is hot on his trail. Sounds great. It is insane, dude. It is insane. Like, there is a part, I shit you not, where it, and it's like at the beginning, he's kind of set up by the one guy, and this is when he starts going on the run, where he rocks back, pulls out his gun, and must shoot, and it's a handgun or whatever, must shoot him 20 times. <laughs> then another dude comes around the corner and with the same gun, shoots him a bunch of more times. Shoots everyone who comes in the room. Then the guy who set him up is right there and he's like, are you sure your gun isn't empty? And I was, you know, in my head I'm like, that gun was empty, you know, like 16 shots ago. Like, this, this, this is ridiculous. That gun had one more bullet in it. There, <laughs> there, there's literally you a, wouldn't believe it there's one scene at the end with the church spoiler spoilers um <laughs> there's a church scene there's about six minutes of dialogue and then it's just eight minutes of just non-stop gun play like i forget it was like a million blanks at the time it was one of the most like <laughs> like fired rounds of <laughs> you know in a movie mm -hmm. it's it like i said it ends very sad um but you, you know i'm not expecting a hitman even who has a you know maybe heart of gold to get out of it completely unscathed but you know it's a beautiful action movie i had to put it on the list it totally opened me up for a whole genre of films that i didn't know existed up to that point and you know has kind of seared that level of action into like everything that i do that's you know creative that requires action so yeah the killer well that's a a great choice and um i think well 
sort of contrasting to to my number eight, which I don't think will need any special introduction. Um, because uh, this film is about a hobo who takes on a local sheriff's department in the hills of Washington. That's right. It's Sylvester Stallone's star making. No, it was probably Rocky, but it certainly was one of them. First Blood. Uh, not doesn't that have the Rambo in the title? Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. Oh my God. I might have made a mistake. <laughs> I might have made a mistake. <laughs> Well, they I made a mistake. Oh well, <laughs> certainly didn't make a mistake when they cast a Sly Stallone in this first one, uh, which is a Rambo movie that really doesn't fit in with the rest of the Rambo movies. More like a thinking person's action movie. This is more about uh, a sad homeless <laughs> Rambo and uh, him dealing with PTSD and all of his friends dying. And really just being misunderstood by an evil sheriff's department, which he eventually gets uh, some measure of revenge against. He just wanted something to eat and yep. the, and to meet his friend. And he didn't even realize his friend was no, you know, no longer around. Yeah, That's died of all... cancer due to Agent Orange. Yeah. That's all he wanted. And Brian Dennehy. Mr. Brian, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Oh yeah. No, I love I love First Blood. It's, yeah. It, it you are right. There is no other Rambo movie in the series that is good as this. Um yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh, I'm so I'm so upset because for some strange reason I kept thinking it was earlier than 80. So I didn't even bother to take a look at it. Just check the date. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I live. I'll, I'll live with my list. Rambo's great. I, I'm with you. The scene at the diner after you know he shot up the small town, yep. and you know, and he's just like that's like I honestly I feel it's probably like Stallone's best acting work. I agree. You, uh, it's not if you go like I did. If you go from Rambo two to Rambo one, <laughs> your oh. initial reaction is just like, what the hell is this? This is the most boring movie I've ever seen. But I think uh, as I grew older, uh, my likes for which or which Rambo movie I liked the most definitely shifted around. Yeah, no. I mean, when he's just talking about like holding pieces of his friend and all this stuff and he's just crying. It's 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 a uh, yeah, no, it's a great movie. Good choice. Good choice. I, I super approve. That is awesome. So let us not delay. Let's roll right into my number seven. Mm -hmm. And that number seven. And now I think this might be controversial, like you said, uh, about your choice of Commando. I think this one might be a little controversial, too, for the same reasons uh, where it sits in the list. But this list was so hard to, to, to make. And so uh, my number seven is Terminator. Whoa! Whoa! No! Whoa! Whoa! That's right. No. Uh, Terminator the first, uh, the only one where Arnold plays a bad guy. 
<laughs> the rest of the movies, he's good. His redemption but, arc. Yep. Uh, you know, it's an incredible movie. It's a very dystopian. Uh, Linda Hamilton and uh, um, Michael Bean uh, as the uh, as Kyle Reese. Um, lots of really gritty future war stuff, and of course there's that kind of didn't really hold up uh, Terminator effects, but still scary at the time, with a big old uh, metal skeleton coming to get you in a, in a some sort of factory that is just hydraulic presses. I forget exactly what the deal with that building was, but they sure had a hydraulic press, and it was sure a great uh, set piece for the movie. Uh, if you're wondering why it didn't get higher or, you know, higher up on the list, I Terminator 2 is like the same movie, but they redid it with a couple of different plot points, and Terminator 2 is my much-preferred Terminator, but uh, Terminator 1's still good, so number 7. Hey, man, you know, it, it's on the list, so it should be yeah. thankful it made it. Yeah, exactly. It should be yeah. happy to be here. Uh, but what's your number seven, John? Well, this is this is where we're probably getting in more controversial territory. But remember my criteria: if it was on TV, would I stop and watch it? Yeah. And this one, I definitely have and definitely do. 1989's Tango and Cash. <laughs> Tango and Cash is above Commando. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What can I say? It features both Stallone and Kurt Russell. And that it does. Right? It's this. It's not a good movie. Okay? John realizes that. <laughs> I, I understand the, the dichotomy here. But I just find it so obscenely fun. Yeah. Just like, just, you know, it's crazy. Like, Kurt Russell with the gadgets. Like... Somehow, like, the L.A. Police Department is just designing, like, boots with shotgun shell shooters in them. <laughs> sure, why not? Or, like, a giant armored caravan with a Gatling gun on it. You know, just like, why do these things exist? But they do in this world. Stallone is playing a, you know, a, a, a high society type of cop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got glasses on. That's how you could tell. Yeah, you know, he's smart. It has Terry Hatcher in it. Even though the director left and was replaced by another guy who remained <laughs> uncredited. You know, it's got Jack Palance in it. You know, and that dude's crazy. It, it just has so much action. And I just, I think I always just go back to the, there's like uh, the scene on the roof where they have the grenade in the guy's mouth and they're questioning him. You just, you know, like, their their banter going back and forth. I don't know. I just found it uh, highly enjoyable. And obviously the whole assault on the, the construction yard compound mm -hmm. is just, you know, just, like, crazed out action. Uh, you know, with, like, uh, this giant truck being chased by giant, you know, like, construction equipment to them just shooting up through the whole thing. It even has, like, the, you know, like... Uh, uh, enter the dragon mirror scene where Jack Palance is trying to hide around in it, you know, and he's just like, yeah. Tango. <laughs> Watch me do a push-up. <laughs> you know. I can do it with one hand. 
And watch this. <sighs> you know, it even has James Hong in it. And I'm gonna tell you, he might have made my list a few times. So, like, look, this is some this is some crazy stuff. I I I love it. it but it's a complete 100% guilty pleasure. I realize it's not a good movie. And a fair amount of these on my list, I feel, are actually good movies. This is not one of them, but it's a guilty pleasure, action, um, action-wise. So I feel like with action movies in general, and maybe especially with action movies in the '80s, they can be good action movies and not good movie movies. Yeah, like I mean, there are certain ones, right? Like you know, like Red Heat isn't on my list. But it's, you know, it's not a great movie. It's not that great of an action movie either. But if the action on it was <laughs> insane, then I'd be like, well, Red Heat has to make my list. <laughs> you know, in this instance, like, if, you know, Tango and Cash is on, I'm like, oh, are they in the prison scene yet? Are they going to escape? Can't wait to watch that shit. And I'll just stop <laughs> and watch it. Just like Hudson Hawk. I will just stay and watch Hudson Hawk, like, if it's on TV. And that's sure. singing about <laughs> crimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, you gotta go. let me, gotta let me do my harmonica thing if I'm gonna be in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a pocket, Willis. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad you. Welcome do. to my set, pal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's my uh, number seven. That's fantastic. Uh, I think that's uh, that's a great choice. I mean, the like like we said, they're all winners here. And so, Tango and Cash is your number seven, but what could be your number six? All right, this one, I'm just jumping to it. 1987's Lethal Weapon. Yep. Man, did I struggle with putting some Lethal Weapons on on my list, but uh, nice choice. I mean, I know, same, but this, you know, if I, how do I put it? And this is probably no excuse. If I subtract everything said individual has done, <laughs> and I just wanted to look at, like, just a movie for the fun of it, I Lethal Weapon is so high on my list. Like, it's number six, so there you go. Yep. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's a great Donner film. It's written by Shane Black, you know, and he him, you know, he had, like, kind of a run... During, you know, like, yeah. during the uh, 80s here, it, it you know, uh, Danny Glover's great in it. Um, he Who Shall Not Be Named. It definitely seems, you know, insane. It's, you know, I'm too old for this shit. Getting classic lines like that that I use to this day. Yeah, I get absolutely. Or sit down. And my knee cracks. I go, oh, I'm too old for this shit. So yeah, it is true. You know, as Gary Busey, they literally have a fight on a lawn with like a broken fire hydrant, and it's badass. Yeah, <laughs> they're somehow able to make that work. Yeah, exactly. They're running. You know, it like it's got like the. I feel that the action pacing in it's actually very well. Like you have your up, you have your down. You have your up, you have your down. But it's also developing a story. You do care about both these individuals. You learn a lot more about them. And I like Danny Glover being the anchor there. So I think it's a it's a great action movie. 
So, lethal weapon. That's my number six. Yeah, great choice. Well, for my number six, speaking of he who should not be named, and that person, of course, is Mel Gibson, (laughs) if we're not, if we are uh, confusing anyone out there. But uh, my number six also features Mel Gibson in a starring role, and because my number six is... I say sex. A six is Mad Max Road Warrior. That's right. The post-apocalyptic tale of a guy who drives a a car and is searching for gasoline. Except this has all the cool... It's basically like watching an open world game. Like somebody playing an open world game. Because it's like, it's got bases. Mm -hmm. It's got super colorful crazy personality bad guys it's got a escort mission yes it does <laughs> it's, got, it's got some uh, really fun crossbow shenanigans and flamethrower shenanigans and it's uh, to me the quintessential mad max movie i really like the the tom hardy one as well but this one is the one i always think about when i think of uh, mad max and so my number six Mad Max Road Warrior. I mean, you're not going to hear any disagreement from me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Road Warrior, I think, out of the original trilogy, probably is the best one. I mean, I know a lot of people like uh, Beyond Thunderdome for some reason. And for those, <laughs> I kind of go, okay, sure. Okay. Well, it does yeah. have, uh, it has the Thunderdome in it, so. It does, you know, two men enter, one man leave. has, you know, Master Blaster, so it does have some, it did a lot of world building, so it yeah, does it have does. that going for it. Um, and yeah, the original Mad Max movie, uh, I'm going to be upfront and honest, I, I can't barely watch it because it puts me to sleep. Um, yeah. Agreed on the yeah. same page. Kind of boring to me. Maybe that makes me uncultured and uh, uh, some sort of dorkus, but not yeah, a fan. Well, yeah, whatever. Well, that's your number. That's your number six. That what's is your, true. What's your number five? Thank you so much for asking. We're in it now. The top five has begun, and so uh, let's get serious. Um. Or, you know, maybe let's not get serious. Let's, maybe let's take some time to play. Play with the boys. That's right. At number five, we're going uh, all the way up in the sky. <laughs> I'm searching for a metaphor here, and it's not working. It's Top Gun. It's Top Gun. Uh, number five is Top Gun. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer and Goose. <laughs> What's that guy's? I forget his name, but he dies. Spoiler alert. Uh, but I mean, come on. Uh, it was like the height of uh, like uh, fighter jock movies is Top Gun, and if, and of course, like the the planes were incredible. The dogfighting is incredible. Still holds up to this day. Got volleyball playing in, in full-on jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, you, you were thinking Anthony Edwards. Just right, okay. Goose, just. No, no correction, I was not thinking of Anthony Edwards. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. You you were you were thinking of a Anthony Edwards facsimile known as Goose. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. And it's 
they got that famous uh, the ice cube scene, the intimate scene. I mean, it's got it's all, got all the stuff. <laughs> I I will okay. I guess I'm have to just say it. I I hate Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> You hate because I just do. It's another one of those movies. I'm like, it should be fun. It should be jets, but it's never really that many jets. It's more like like base antics. (laughs) I would rather watch Hot Shots. I'm and I'm being dead serious about that. (laughs) I'm being dead serious. Uh, I mean, look, Top Gun has a great cast. It has Michael Ironside. And like yeah. I think like Tim Robbins is in it, so mm-hmm. like it's got quality actors. It's just a movie that never captures like me, even though it has jets. I guess if I just watched the jet parts, I'd be all right. But <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta you gotta tune in for the F fourteen A Tomcats in that movie. They got the the folding wings. What? Just, it's I, just like they look like Veritech fighters. I know. I mean, I know. We we know how much I stand for Robotech. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It then has all this people stuff in it, and I don't sure, care yeah. for that. Yep, it's got drama. It's yeah. got people singing at bars in their full dress whites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drama, you know, yeah. it's got aircraft carriers. It's got. A guy ejecting into the canopy. <laughs> goose, poor goose. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear it's the new movie is all about Goose's son or daughter or something. I don't know. How? I don't know. Did he have a kid during the first movie? Yeah, yeah. He, okay. he, he I think his. Uh, yeah. Did, did it's they? Fun. A, did they ADR it? Good news. <laughs> Goose's wife has a baby. Oh no, my baby! <laughs> That's tough. He's flying out of the. <laughs> oh, Goose. Oh, Goose. But let's. Uh, so, okay, good for the record. My number five, Top Gun. You hate Top Gun. <laughs> so, what's your number five? Yeah. Just remember, there's the Top Gun Transformers thing. Mm-hmm. I love Transformers. I didn't even like flinch in buying sick it. Bu- <laughs> sick burn. I was just like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, so. <laughs> though. Fucking skip this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go buy a Veritech fighter instead. It's cooler. <laughs> yep. That's fair. Yeah, so my number five. Now, this is going to definitely be controversial, but it's in the top five, so it's definitely a winner. Like all the other ones we talk about, those are kind of winners, but this in the five, your winner. And we just recently talked about it, 1987's RoboCop. Yeah, great choice. Yeah, I thought it was a good anchor. Uh, There are other movies I, of course, appreciate uh, ahead of it a little bit, but it, you know, it's on TV. I'm going to stop and watch some part of it. Uh, You know, we talked about it at, not at nauseum, at just enough amount. That, you know, everyone can get on board. So, RoboCop's my number five. Uh, Yeah, great choice. If you are curious about our opinions about that movie, just go back and listen to the episode, if you haven't already, babe. Okay, uh... (laughs) 
shit. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> so, uh, let's hear your number four, John. We're already up to number four, but you're up, and let's hear your number four. Well, I'm sure this is going to be a movie that you don't hate, because it's definitely something that you already commented on. Mm-hmm. It's the Terminator 1984. Yeah. A human soldier sent back in time to uh, stop <laughs> a, a cyborg killing machine. You know what I'm saying? I was programmed <laughs> to be a great movie at number four. Uh, yes. <laughs> Look at me. It's like, I'll be back. Yeah, the line comes from the ace. <laughs> you know... Uh... When I was a uh, when I was in high school, mm. uh, my older brother invited me because he got to do some audio work on the Arnold Schwarzenegger holiday film Jingle All the Way. Jingle so, All the Way. Yep. So I got to go to the cast and crew only screening of that film, uh, oh, sure. and Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, made an appearance at the start. I don't think he stuck around for the actual <laughs> movie. Smart man. Uh, but he made a whole speech, and it was exactly what you'd hope. It was all filled with uh, callbacks to his old characters, and he did say, I'll be back. He said, uh, I hope I'll be back and working with you all again. <laughs> of oh, course, no. it was an empty promise because they're not, they were not making a jingle all the way to... Even jingle <laughs> yeah, jingle all the way I'll be working with you again I swear except you Terrence I don't like I, you Terrence I go visit uh, Sinbad in jail <laughs> um, <laughs> wait is Sinbad still around yeah let's get out of here eject <laughs> goose <laughs> no <laughs> Not into the academy of bad decisions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my, num- that's my number four. You said everything. Yeah, that's that's a brilliant number uh, four. Uh, my number four, almost, we almost had a crossover, almost a commonality, but my number four is RoboCop, the other cybernetic organism movie from the 80s. Uh, yeah. And not much more to say about it than what we have already said, but just one of my favorite action movies of all time. Just fun to watch, and, um, you know, you can hear about us, uh, how much we like watching it and how much fun we had watching it this time if you just check out our previous episode. Episode 73, RoboCop. Yeah. Sorry, that was our episode. It was so recent, I could actually remember that. Not like a lot yeah. of the other things I can't remember for shit. <laughs> I hear mine at all the time. Remember when you said this? And I go, I have no recollection of what you said or what I said during <laughs> any of these episodes. I, don't, I know nothing. Um, uh, but here we are. Number three. We're in the top three. It's crazy how fast these go by. Yeah, well, you know, we're talking about movies for the most part. Most people know. And uh, yeah. it's at this point, it's just whether they agree with us or don't. And yeah, if they pat don't, ourselves on the back. Yeah, <laughs> job well done, job well done. Get the yes, money. Yes. You've done it again. You've named movies, people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have numbered movies that people know in an order they may or may not agree with. 
<laughs> but this will be very interesting to see what this top three looks like. I'm yes. curious, based on the you know the movies that you've put forth already, what it could be. But let's not uh, keep people in suspense any longer. My number three mm-hmm. is Die Hard. That's right, Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, chopping it up. In Nakatomi Plaza, crawling around in vents, uh, stepping on broken glass, uh, quips, and cocaine, and Uzis, and weird blonde henchmen. They say it's a Christmas movie, but I don't care, because it is a just a fun action movie. Ho, ho, ho. I got a gun now, pal. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I was trying to work on it in my head, and that's about as good as it's going to get. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Uh, yeah, just a, such a fun, such a fun movie. Yeah, a great watch. Alan Rickman is a joy to watch in it. <laughs> Mister um, McClary. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's kind of leaning a little Grinch territory, I think, if you just change that inflection. <laughs> you'll be right there. You're a mean one, Mr. Alan Rickman. <laughs> so vile, so cruel, so mean. This isn't Boris Karloff, but you think it's him singing the song. Is that a fact that people get uh, mixed up about that? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, no, weird. But that's your number three, Die Hard, huh? You didn't think that's right, be a little Die Hard. Well, maybe. I mean, top three is pretty darn good. <laughs> could be a little higher. It could be. Could be. All right. But well, what do you got for a number three? Oh well, my number three is definitely not Die Hard. But mm, okay, I think it's one of my favorite action movies. Nineteen eighty six's Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, good choice. I knew that was going to be on the list somewhere. I am not surprised. It is up at number three. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, this one could flip between two and three for me on any given day. Uh, Kurt Russell just, I guess, formed my love affair with Kurt Russell as Jack mm-hmm. Burton. You know, James Hong is uh, Lopan. It, it takes place in San Francisco, so it, it hits kind of that, you know, you know, half of this shit definitely was the, the back alleys of Chinatown they showed in that movie were definitely not the ones that you get up here. That's fine, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely don't have size to fit like most Mack trucks, but <laughs> no, you know, but like, you know, it has such great action, has Kung Fu, has synth pop. Has a little bit of everything you need in it. Has Kim Cattrall, who is a staple of all things '80s as well. Like great quips, um, you know. And I like Jack Burton because though he is the hero, he he's to a fault. He has more of like a Han Solo feel to him. Still capable, but not like going to be like the greatest hero there is. Like when he throws the knife at the dude and it. And it just bounces off of him, you know, to not being able to fire the tech nine, you know, and then, you know, getting beat up, that type of stuff. It's, it's just a fun movie to watch. And, um, you know, who doesn't like underground 
wizard battles in a, you know, like building in Chinatown. So yeah, it's yeah. a it's literally American muscle versus uh, magical fantasy stuff, and it's even got. Bef- uh, speaking of, of before Mortal Kombat, it's got Raiden in it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, it's got Raiden. It's got uh, well, it's got rain. It's got lightning, and it's got mm-hmm. thunder. And think of thunder when he just blows up and explodes because he's so. Yeah. Dist- oh, spoilers! He's so <laughs> distraught that Lo Pan is you know, no longer with us. And he, <laughs> he's like. Rrr! You know, and then <laughs> it's got Victor Wong as Egg Shen, you know, like Six Demon Bag, all sorts of like cool references. It's like, what's this gonna, what's this? You know, drink this. It'll make you see things you can't see before, you know. Oh my God, so many great lines. Um, great action, too. I, I, I love it. So that's my number three. And I Terrific guess choice. That means I should move into number two, huh? That's right. Let's hear it. We're almost at the, or this is the penultimate choice. So let's hear your number two. What are you thinking about, Mister McLean? It's <laughs> Die Hard. It's my number two. It literally flip flops. So we we were just like two strangers in the night. We just missed again. We're two ships in the night. <laughs> oh, strangers in the night. Pretty we, close though. We just missed, but Die Hard. Everything you said about it, everything I said about it, to agree with you because it's like it's so close. <laughs> you know, it's a great like it is a great John McTiernan film, um, and it, yeah, it, awesome. So that's my number two, Die Hard. Yeah, and a uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, a fantastic a uh, performance by him in that movie. How you doing, pal? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, it, I think that's what got him Family Matters. Yeah, same character, but not a lot of people know that. I mean, close enough. He might as well have been like, he's like, fuck that Nakatomi shit, I'm moving to Chicago. Yep. And then he was tormented by Steve for the rest of his days. (laughs) Days go by. And he's just like, where's John McClane to get me out of here? He's like... The final episode of uh, that show, Urkel, just goes, uh, uh, <laughs> Hans Gruber sent me. Oh my god. Did I do that? Killed him uh, yeah. with a slinky. <laughs> oh no! The slinky's making a comeback. Uh, the worlds are crossing over. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my number two, but now we're now we're in end game. That's what, well, uh, what, that's what, right. Yeah, what's yours? Thank Share you the very wealth. much. Well, I, I I was gonna keep it to myself and end the episode right here, but I, I guess you if were. you insist. Uh, uh, well, we've already seen it make an appearance on the list so far, but a little bit earlier than I have mine. But now my number two. Commando! That's right. Commando was partially filmed in the town I grew up in. So <laughs> That's it. You're just showing favoritism. <laughs> That's not true. I think, for me, Commando is the quintessential 80s action movie. It just mean, is it like... Is, it is. It is. Right, because it has, like, the muscles, the quips. It has 
uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger using saw blades <laughs> as a weapon. Uh, he just finds a tool shack, and then that's like it. He is uh, set. He is kitted out for murder. And they literally built a bunch of, like, barracks on near a beach near the town I grew up, and then they just blew all of them up. Yeah. Just, like, practical, real explosions. <laughs> they just have, like, a scene in the middle of that movie with shit just blowing up. Also, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is able to fool an airline into thinking a dead guy <laughs> was just dead tired. Even oh, though that is the deadest looking guy I've ever seen. I mean, nobody heard his goddamn neck snapping. <laughs> like, <laughs> it his, the fact that he probably just dumped a, bu- a load out of his butt. <laughs> just like, oh, let's just leave him alone. He must have been the food. <laughs> <laughs> what is that stinking corpse next to that guy? Is that regulation? He keeps kicking the back of my seat. Uh, but that's uh, right. He's got a mystique. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it does have the part where he reaches. I remember this where he reaches behind his back because two guards are coming up on him, and he just throws mm-hmm. two full size knives into their chest. And he's just like, <laughs> "Sure, dude, I'm for okay. it. Let's go. Okay. I'll take. Yeah, let's go. This is awesome. I mean, it literally has him on a boat coming up to the beach." Just so you can see Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Speedo. And then he gets dressed in the finest of, like, camouflage. Mm-hmm. And then he just keeps putting stuff on him. Yeah, like, where does it all come from? <laughs> like, I was like, I swear I just saw two duffel bags, but this dude had, like, ten duffel bags worth of gear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A- and an air to, like, air rocket, or, like, anti-air rocket. <laughs> Yeah, like little four little poppies all like, yeah, let me run around here. Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. Now that one's like it's like you said you'd let me go. I lied. I just lied. Him, just drops him off a cliff. Yeah, it's it is a quintessential eighties action movie. It's like what everyone parodies, uh, when they or the sort of the heightened ridiculousness of eighties action movies is sort of all distilled down into one movie and it's that movie yeah I mean, but it, it's even that referential yeah like you know even she's like it's like enough of this cheesy macho bullshit so like even it knew what it was when they were <laughs> making it and they're like oh we gotta say this and of course bennett's uh knit vest thing which uh, i think we all, <laughs> we all love we all see that thing and we're like oh yeah that's a oh, that's a that's a vest right there. <laughs> oh, another scene with the vest. Oh, be still my beating heart, Bennett. <laughs> I mean, okay. you know he's comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's and like it, maybe it's a little drafty on that island, and he's uh, he's feeling a lot better. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm cooling down. It's like. He also does look like the bargain basement Freddie Mercury to me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like he went, he just came from auditioning for a Freddie Mercury, uh, Mercury biopic, and uh, he's like, "I didn't get it." <laughs> it was the net fist. <laughs> Do I have to shave my mustache? Nah, you're good, Vernon. You can keep it. Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Should but we- uh, you know what that means, uh, John? It's time. Four. Number one. 
That's right, number one. Thank what you, morning, everybody. What, what morning zoo crew did you get that off? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, John? It's time for number one. That's right. There's so much crowd cheering after. Yeah, it's still going. <laughs> you can still hear them. All right, fair enough. Number one. Uh, and my number one is, of course, the best action movie of the 80s and maybe the best action movie of all time. That's right. Dylan, you son of a bitch, it's Predator! Number one. My number one is Predator. Dylan, what's the matter? You're pushing too many pencils. You know (laughs) why? Because when I was filling out my list, I knew what my number one would be too. It is also Predator! Woo! That's right! (laughs) Number one. one. Predators! <laughs> That's right. Now, who cares what the rest of the the list it, was? We got it right in the end. It had to be this. If this would have been anything other than Predator being number one, there, there will be blood. <laughs> <laughs> I did not care about 99% of your list. <laughs> but if number one wasn't Predator If number one was not Predator Like, I shit you not When I started this list, I was like Predator Then everything yep. else was like, okay <laughs> Where do I go from here? <laughs> I had the exact same of Series, like this uh, thought Where I was just like, alright, I wrote down my list And I put number one I just put Predator, because I'm like Foregone conclusion, it's gonna be Predator and so, what other movies rank under Predator was the way that I basically organized the list after that. It's it's everything you said about Commando, but refined to, like, action peak performance. Like Absolutely. You know, all-star cast, everyone was yoked out to their minds. The action is insane. You know, it's a lot of fun. It'd fucking deal with a big ass alien, and since we couldn't put aliens on this list, <laughs> <laughs> yep. aliens was determined to be sci-fi first and action second. So it did not; it got disqualified. But Predator is a full-on action movie that has sci-fi elements. Yeah, no one was in there being like, Dylan, quick. Get me the uh, you know the hyper chamber so I can test the serum to use against the predator. No one was doing that shit. They're like fifty clicks, double back, try to kill it. You know. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole part where literally he's by spoilers. He's by himself because everyone else is dead or hiding, and he just is like, "I gotta fight the predator. Let me make a bow and arrow." He like has a whole A team moment where he's like building shit. And yeah. then that, that primal fucking... So fucking cool. So cool. <laughs> so cool. You ugly mother... Oh, oh and then, like, even the... When uh, Jesse Ventura... Spoilers, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> chest blown out, um, I believe is the scientific term. You mm-hmm. know, and they just light up that jungle. 
like where the film changes from stock quality because I think yeah. all the smoke and all the other cameras probably were just fucked at this point. It's just all, <laughs> and you know, like, <laughs> like and none of them questioning it. They're like, we lost one. Just pepper this island to death, and hopefully we'll kill it in a wave of bullets. And deforest half of this this uh, this jungle in Mexico. Exactly. I mean, dude, you got was uh, Bill Duke, right? So mm-hmm. he's he's made he 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 has made a double appearance on this list, you know. But him sitting there like constantly shaving himself <laughs> as a person doing that thing about the moon. Yeah. yeah look at the moon. Just you and me. It's Jack Palace comes in. <laughs> Bill Mac, look at the moon. After this, what do you go get? Curly's gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> and then we're gonna have some fun tonight. We're gonna have some. Fun. I mean, even that, which we're gonna have some fun. I mean, so fun. Man, have some fun. And then when he's like, like taking off his shirt, like I do sometimes when I'm real tired, and I'm just like, uh, uh, go to sleep tonight. His shirt's all wrecked. And then, like, oh, he gets fucked up. And then, you know, uh, got him Carl Weathers getting his arm blown off. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you it's a real arm, That's and you can't a, convince me otherwise. Yeah, Bill we- Carl Weathers has not had. I almost called him Bill Weathers. <laughs> so, Ain't no sunshine when my arm's gone. <laughs> I don't think it's Carl Weathers' arm. I'm saying they got an arm from somewhere. I don't they, know where. I'm not got, asking questions. Yeah, they got a beefy arm because that thing looks super real. Because there is indeed someone who had his arm blown off. In the name of making this movie. And normally I'd be completely against it. But in this instance... Hmm, yeah. Like, it, it, like, oh my god. The, the, the jokes. The... You know, the quips. The... And yeah, this, this is like... One of the perfect... Action movies. That has a it, little bit of everything. It's just one of the... It just is a, a such a fun tight encapsulation of an action movie everything moves it's paced perfectly it moves along at such an insane clip and it has like it's amazing that more movies can't figure this formula out now granted there was like a lot of stuff that went into it that that is sort of happenstance like the original predator design if they had went through with that dumb looking thing (laughs) i mean we probably wouldn't be talking about it today and if they had that, like, originally it was just going to be a monkey, <laughs> or it looked like a monkey, or it was just like a monkey in a green screen suit. But it's like, the, and I think it's, at one point it was also Van Damme. <laughs> he was it fired was. from their role. Yeah, he is the, he is the little, uh, he, he was the one in the weird little insect suit that they showed. Yeah. And, and yeah, to be fair, if that was the Predator then this movie would not be on the list. Even if it no. had everything else, you need what this, what the Predator is for this to work. Yeah, Stan Winston created and Kevin Peter Hall performed the Predator. It's like, without that, it's like the, it's the peanut butter to the buff action star Jelly. Yeah, voiced by Peter Cullen. 
Let's. That's right. Uncredited, but he's that's him. Yeah. So you got Optimus Prime. Like I mean, you got everything <laughs> in this movie. Like you couldn't ask for more. Like. Oh God! It it's just I mean it just starts off so good and you just know you're gonna get some you know you're gonna get some into some shit when you hear them playing Little Richard, uh, you know flying in the helicopter. Sure, yeah. You know, you're like I don't know. It's gonna be good. This 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 movie's gonna be good. And it is completely one. It's it's the one that I watch yearly. Yeah, it was the one that like anytime it's on, if I see just like a clip of Predator, I was like, now I have to watch all of Predator. Yep, I'm here. I'm committed. I, I have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's it's pretty crazy that John McTiernan makes two appearances in both of our top three. I mean, is it? I think he's such... I think... Yeah, I guess he, it's not crazy. <laughs> he's he, just a very good action director. Yeah, like he, again, just figured out what it was that makes these movies such, like, tight encapsulations. They're not too crazy and to your point like a lot of these movies that come out nowadays never figure out the secret of just kind of keeping a little self-contained now it always feels like they're trying to set up for the next movie or the possibility of the next movie and it just falls apart and while i love predator 2 predator 2 is a different movie than oh yeah so that's why that one works a successful sequel, and maybe one of the very few, especially of that time period, to understand what made the first one so good, and then know to change it just enough to yeah. not sort of step on the toes of uh, of the original Predator. Yeah, what happens if, you know, Predator 2 is Danny Glover's in the forest instead of the jungle? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Then like, it's oh. going to be like these modern Predator movies. Ex- ex- yeah, exactly. It's like just predator in the suburbs. Isn't that yep. scary? Not for me. I can't afford to live in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> I was more terrified of predator jumping me on Bart <laughs> than I am. I swear, I please not here, not on Bart. <laughs> Everybody's on like Bart. Wait till I stop. <laughs> Can I just switch chains? Let me just go over. <laughs> Can I get off of the O'Farrell station? <laughs> well, it, an excellent list, sir. But let me ask you, do you notice a certain movie is missing from mine? Uh, hmm. You had it on your list. I don't have it on my list. Are we talking about the Road Warrior? Yeah, it's not on my list. Well, maybe you felt maybe you felt like only one, only one that, Mel Gibson movie. It, it, well, no, maybe, <laughs> but no, no. Like I really thought about it, and I love Road Warrior, but then I saw Fury Road, and I was just like, oh, I like Fury Road a lot. So I would much rather watch. And again, this might be sacrilege. Uh, you know, I mean, I I know the Lord Humongous, but I would much rather watch Fury Road. So it was, it was weird not to have it on my list, but I was just like, nah, nah. It's an honorable mentions, right next to Cobra, Action Jackson, yeah. and Bloodsport. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much all the ones that were on your list that weren't on my list uh, were in my honorable mentions. A couple other ones to point out there. Uh, let's see. The uh, Jackie Chan vehicle Super Cop? Yep. yep. Was it Super Cop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. First... Yeah, first Super Cop. The other two, I yep. think, were in 90s. Yep, Super Cop was on there. Um, let's see. No, that's, no Police Story, I'm sorry. Super yeah, Cop yeah, is Super the third, third Police one. Story. Yes. Yes. But uh, the first Police Story, by directed by Jackie Chan. Uh, you know, the all those crazy effects, or the, all the crazy stunts. Never seen anything like it before, but it got honorable mention. Uh, let's see, anything else? Not really, that you didn't also mention. <laughs> yeah, the only one for sure wouldn't be on my fucking list is Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. I mean, I love, I love those uh, the plane parts, but it is kind of weird that it's like doesn't really take place during a war or anything. So it's just like it's more Cold, cold War stuff, like uh, Red Dawn. Oh yeah, no, no, that 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 makes sense. We we were at yes. war at the time, so you know sometimes you uh, you know you gotta fight what you gotta fight. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, fair. sometimes you gotta fight them on the beaches and also on the silver screen. <laughs> um, but that is gonna do it for us for this week. I hope you enjoyed our top ten eighties action movies. And I hope that you played along at home. And I'm sorry, your list wasn't as good as ours. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. I'm sure your list was great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I'll never know, so I can just say that. But uh, that's going to do it for us. As always, we love to thank... Burton M6 for our awesome theme song. Check out our show notes for a link to his Fiverr page, and you can check him out. If you would like to support the ongoing production of this podcast, you can do so by checking the show notes as well. There is a link to our merch site. Lots of exciting stuff coming at some point in the future. And, of course, the best thing you can do at this moment is to tell a friend and spread the word about the show. Get the word out there, and more people will listen. I mean, I guess. I mean, they'll they'll listen for one episode and then drop off. If our metrics are to be believed, but uh, if you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can do so as well. Check our show notes for the links to all of our social media. We got Twitter. We've got a very active Instagram, and you can also email us if you want. I don't know if we've ever gotten a non-spam email to that address, but I don't ask. Uh, The answer is no. We've never gotten anyone to send us an email. Um, Okay, well, you could be the first listener, so I encourage you to give it a try. And as we like to say at the end of every show, we hope that uh, wherever you are, however you are listening to this podcast, You are feeling happy and healthy. And of course, we'll see you next week. Ah, remember folks, don't let your work let you push too many pencils. If you do, (laughs) break them, throw them in the waistband, and get out of there! 
Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no lava. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.